found it relatively quickly. Hello, everyone, and welcome to uh, another edition of the Monday Check-In. I am Damon. I'm one of the pastors at First Presbyterian Church, Hastings, Nebraska, joined by... Greg Allen Pickett, the other pastor at First Presbyterian Church in Hastings, Nebraska. Glad to be back here with you. We took a hiatus last week. Is that, do you take a hiatus? I take, I take all the we, hiatuses I can get. We were on hiatus last week? Uh, uh, on, took, well, you, well, you can be on break or take a break. How does one hiatus? That's the question. <sighs> I don't know. How did you do it? Well, we just didn't do the Monday check-in last week. <laughs> And I but heard, you were at a you were at a retreat or something. I was at a retreat, and I yeah. heard from one of our loyal listeners uh, that they missed us, and that made me feel good. Yeah, they were also uh, a little frustrated because they searched and searched and searched for the Monday check-in and could not find it. Um, so I apologize for that, but it was nice to know that uh, we were missed. Yeah, well, we missed them, indeed, and we're um, back now. Yeah. Uh, they kind of gone back and listened to, you know, one of our greatest hits. That was my same suggestion. I said, you could have gone back and listened to the archive. We got 70 of them out there somewhere yeah. in the cloud. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, this is the, this is the preparing to prepare um, edition of the Monday check-in. We'll say more about that in a little bit. Um, but, uh, so what we do here during the Monday check-in is, um, our, our 46 YouTube scribe subscribers, uh, will know this. Um, we take a little bit of time. We preview the scripture that we're going to use for the upcoming Sunday. And we have a little, little dialogue, a little chat. We talk about some of the themes, some of the ideas, some of the questions, maybe that it is uh, raising for us at the start of the week. And, uh, and how we might play with that, ponder that uh, during the worship service uh, on Sunday morning. And then we switch gears and we talk a little bit about the life of the church at First Pres as well. So with all those things said and done, I think it's my turn to do the opening prayer. Go for it. Who knows? Uh, but let's pray. Loving and gracious God, we find ourselves on, on the verge of so many things. So often in our lives, we find ourselves uh, just about to start something, uh, just about to start something new. In this case, we are just about to start the season of Advent as we draw this liturgical season to a close and as we uh, start to look forward to a new liturgical year, uh, a new year surrounded by your presence, surrounded by your love. We ask your grace and that your mercy might be with us this morning as we, uh, as we ponder some of the imponderables, as we open up your scripture, as we search through your word, as we look for ways that it connects with our lives and our settings. Be with us, O oh God, during this time. In your loving and gracious name we pray. Amen. Amen. Okay, so Sunday, 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 uh, Sunday, Sunday, and a note, uh, as you listen to Damon read this passage from Hosea, uh, we're doing something new and unique at First Presbyterian Church this year, where we're going to do the hanging of the greens 
and we're going to incorporate it into the 1030 service and then also move from the 1030 service into finishing uh, adorning our church for the seasons of Advent and Christmas. So as you're listening to this passage and you hear all the references to gardens and greenery, think about our worship space and our church during the Advent and Christmas season. Think about the places where you see evergreens and green uh, and that sort of thing. That's that's my advice as, as we get ready to listen. <laughs> yeah. And also as you listen, keep in mind... Uh, that I first saw this scripture uh, maybe 15 seconds ago. So, okay, here we go. Hosea chapter 14, verses 1 through 9. Return, Israel, to the Lord your God. You have stumbled because of your wickedness. Prepare to speak and return to the Lord. Say to the Lord, forgive all wickedness and receive the good. Instead of bulls, let us offer what we can say. Assyria won't save us. We won't ride upon horses. We will no longer say, our God, to the, to the work of our hands. In you, the orphan finds compassion. I will heal their faithlessness. I will love them freely, for my anger has turned from them. I will be like the dew to Israel. He will blossom like the lily. He will cast out his roots like the forest of Lebanon. His branches will spread out. His beauty will be like the olive tree and his fragrance like that of Lebanon. They will again live beneath my shadow. They will flourish like a garden. They will blossom like the vine. Their fragrance will be like the wine of Lebanon. Ephraim, what do idols have to do with me? It is I who answer and look after you. I am like a green cypress tree. Your fruit comes from me. Whoever is wise understands these things. Whoever observes carefully knows them. Truly, the Lord's ways are right, and the righteous will walk in them but evildoers will stumble in them. The word of the Lord. So there we go. Uh, Greg, are you wise? Uh, most days I am not. Okay. Well, I don't, neither am I. But I, I appreciate think, you I asking. I don't think we're going to be able to understand these things then. Well, we'll start with this. Uh, can you give me permission to share my screen? I most likely can. I did it the most convoluted way imaginable. Okay. So in the passage that Damon just read for you, there's a lot of references to Lebanon, the forests of Lebanon and the fragrance of Lebanon and even the wine of Lebanon. Um, and just for reference, I do want to share with you all the flag of the country of Lebanon. Uh, but first I need to pull it up. There we go. This this is the flag of the country of Lebanon. Can you all see that? I can see it. Yes. Okay. It's a it's a, a red bar, a white bar, and a red bar, and in the middle of it is a big, beautiful green tree. Any guess what that tree is? Uh, it's a cedar. It's a cedar. You are correct. <laughs> you win a breakfast burrito this morning. <laughs> so are you saying it was predestined that I was going to get that question correct? Because yeah, I already had the breakfast burrito. I already gave him a breakfast burrito this morning. <laughs> wow, you are you are a thoroughgoing Calvinist, aren't you? Indeed. Calvinism runs deep in this in these bloods. So uh 
anyways, the, just an important reference point there that um, Lebanon, which is just north of Israel, just north of the Sea of Galilee, which would be a familiar place to people, has a gorgeous mountain range that runs through the center of the country of Lebanon. And it is very well known for its cedar forests, its dense cedar forests. And so uh, you'll often find references to the cedars of Lebanon in particularly in Old Testament passages, as we read here in uh, Hosea. And interestingly enough, uh, the passage that Damon just read was in the common English Bible translation. If we were to read this in the New International Version, it would actually refer to the cedars instead of the forests of Lebanon. I think in Hebrew, um, those two words were interchangeable when I'm so. Anyhow, uh, important stuff here. What, uh, why, why are we talking about uh, forests in Lebanon and olive trees and fragrances and green cypress trees and fruit? Are you asking me again? I mean, <laughs> I might be asking myself, but if you can answer that question, I would take your answer as well as mine. Well, I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, certainly we, um, so during the Advent season, it has become the custom to decorate our, our sanctuaries, our church buildings and our homes as well um, with um, a particular type of greenery, um, greenery that stays green all year. Um, and for any number of reasons, um, um, part of it is uh, this idea that the, you know, the, the needles, the, the leaves of the coniferous trees uh, and shrubs that stay green all year uh, remind us of kind of the, the ever-presentness of God, right? That uh, it, it seems as though these things uh, never die, that they are always green, uh, verdant, if you prefer, uh, in the same way that God is always, uh, God is always present, or, or we, during the Advent, we prepare to, um, encounter God um, in a fresh way. I don't know. That was some good stuff, Damon, just off the cuff there. <laughs> yeah. No, just these I, little I think, cuffs, that's all I have. <laughs> I think the, the evergreenness of God's presence and love for us is an important thing and an important reminder to get us to reflect back on why it is that we decorate the way we do around Advent and Christmas. Um, I'll give you a preview uh, we're borrowing from the United Methodists uh, some of the liturgy that we'll be reading in church this Sunday as we prepare to decorate or adorn our sanctuary in our church. Uh, we call it the Hanging of the Greens. And so the call to worship will go something like this. How shall we prepare this house for the coming of the king with branches of cedar, the tree of royalty? How shall we prepare this house for the coming of the eternal Christ with garlands of pine and fir whose leaves are ever living and evergreen and how shall we prepare this house for the coming of our savior with wreaths of holly and ivy which tell of his passion death and resurrection and so this year when we sit in the sanctuary and we see the green uh, garland that goes across uh the um the rails at the front of the church and decorates the rails of the balcony and the rails around our uh, memorial room 
we can think about the, the meaning of that. And then when we come in and see the beautifully decorated Christmas tree in our memorial room as well, uh, we can think about the being the tree of royalty of Christ the King. We can think about it being ever living and ever green, which is a symbol of God's steadfast love, which is which is where this Hosea verse is, is pulling from, right? The the frequent references to to trees is really a, a reference to God's living love for us, uh, beauty and fragrance and um, fruit that produces for us, and ultimately the the strength of that casting down his roots like the forests of Lebanon and those cedar trees in Lebanon are just known to be strong and sturdy. And all of these are wonderful images that we can think of uh, with God. In the Hosea passage, it's, it's telling people to return, to come back to God, right? And so this is a good opportunity for us uh, as we prepare to prepare for the season of Advent of anticipation in our preparation. <laughs> trying to think of how many times I can get the word prepare in there. Uh, <laughs> You know, well. we're moving in that direction. And so I, I think that this this will be a good Sunday to reflect on that. We also call this Christ the King Sunday or the Reign of Christ Sunday. And so thinking about the the royalty images of the boughs of the of the cedars in Lebanon and that sort of thing, I think it all it'll all tie together, maybe. <laughs> that, that's kind of up to you. <laughs> no, I think it will, um, for sure. This um I think this connection to confession is is an important one as well and and the seeking of forgiveness and Hosea here is talking to the ancient kingdom of Israel right and yep. um, this is another prophet who is uh, seeing the destruction of Israel coming and is is warning the people and is saying uh, you are not being faithful to the covenant um, that that God established with you, uh, you are not living your lives. You're not upholding all of the commandments, um, and and that is going to have consequences uh, for you. And and so repent. We get it right here at the start. Return Israel um, to the Lord your God. Right. Um, repent. Uh, return. Um, and the season of Advent. Uh, when it first started was a season of repentance. It was much more similar to Lent, what we think of as Lent now, um, than how we kind of generally think about it. Um, and, but the prophet is anticipating this. If the, if the people, if the people of faith return to God, then there will be, if they seek forgiveness for their misdeeds, then there will be this, this new growth that, that comes out of it that you'll see all of this um, blossoming. You'll see the trees, uh, the people putting, shooting out their roots um, into the world and you, and all of this sort of thing. And which is really sort of, I think what we hope for and what we seek every Sunday when we do that confession thing, right? It's this, it's that confession and being forgiven allows us to, to sort of, I don't know, sink more deeply into the faith or that out of that, we hope to see this new growth um, in our faith lives. We hope to see a, a, a growth in, in love, a growth in mercy, a growth in uh, generosity and, and all those sorts of things. Yeah. And actually those, those first two verses uh, or verses two and three, prepare to prepare to speak. And return to the Lord. Say to the Lord, forgive the wickedness and receive the good. 
instead of bulls, instead of burned offerings, let us offer what we can say. And then Assyria won't save us. We're not going to ride upon a horses. We'll no longer say our God to the work of our hands. In you, the orphan finds compassion. And so there's, there's an action associated with this seeking forgiveness that we in turn seek to take care of those uh, in need. Um, and so there's, there's kind of a beautiful symmetry to that as well that is present in this Hosea verse that will hopefully tie into uh, preparation for Advent and, and the hanging of the greens and all that stuff too. Yeah. Yeah. There's also a, a critique here of, and I can't imagine that this is the way that the Sunday service is going to go, <laughs> but of what are the things that we look to for salvation? Um, what are the things that we look to, um, I guess in some ways to assure us of our, of our worthiness or of our redemption. Right. And, it, and the like, Assyria is not going to, do this right so that like no no purchased good is gonna do this for you no victory from your team or grammy win for your artist is gonna um is is gonna set you on like the path of righteousness and this is a bigger idea than i think i can explain right now but um that the providence is encouraging the people of Israel, look to the Lord for your salvation. Um, Don't look other places um, for your salvation. Right. Including not in these burnt offerings of bulls, right? And that would be like, it's like in that sense, it's saying your money can't save you because the, the wealthiest people could afford to buy the bulls and have them sacrificed as a sacrifice to show some sort of repentance or penance to God. And what the prophet Hosea here is saying is it's not, it's not the bulls that are going to save you. It's your willingness to turn from evil and turn towards God and good. Right. And so, I mean, that could make its way at least into the prayer of confession and the assurance of pardon on Sunday, probably not, into the sermon. Oh, well, maybe it'll make it in the sermon. We'll see, Damon. Yeah, I, we will. Only time will tell. So, um, anything else that we should talk about here? I mean, I, I think we'll see how this all comes together. I'm, I'm excited to try to incorporate hanging the greens into a Sunday service. That That's a new challenge for us that we haven't done before. In the past, it's been more of a everybody show up on a Saturday, and it's a wonderful fellowship event. Um, and in this case, hopefully we'll, we'll put some theological mindset and some theological language and some biblical language around it, in addition to the joyful fellowship event that we'll have of getting our church uh, decorated. And then, and then we'll have this lovely church adorned for the season. Um, but we'll have meaning to the symbols of the evergreen boughs and the holly berries. And so I'm excited about that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be nice for sure. So, uh, so you think something in here will preach? I think there's something in here that'll preach. And I've also repeatedly promised from the pulpit that the service will end early. So we have time to go uh, hang the greens. And so it's possible that the, uh, the sermon, the message will be shorter than, um, than standard. (laughs) It's standard. It'll be like a, like a Zacchaeus sermon. Like a Zacchaeus sermon, a wee little sermon. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, our nerdy pastor humor is so funny to the two of us. I hope everybody else is laughing. They're either laughing at us or they're laughing with us. 
either way, we'll take it. <laughs> laugh with those who laugh. Weep with those who weep. Uh, should we switch switch gears? Yeah, yeah. Go. Let's talk about what's going on. And, and so I've made reference to this half a dozen times already, but um, we hope you can join us in person on Sunday for the 1030 service because we will be uh, rolling right in from the service into the hanging of the greens to decorate uh, our, our sanctuary and our church. And so uh, we hope you can join us for that service in person. Uh, if not, though, you're certainly welcome to join us. Uh, we're continuing to do our, our broadcast on Facebook Live, and so I hope you can join us that way if you're not able to be with us here in person, but we're looking forward to that. Um, we're continuing on our schedule of a 8.30, what we're calling an informal service, and a 10.30 more traditional service. Um, we'll continue that schedule generally through the end of the year. However, there are two dates where we're only doing a 10.30 service. One of them uh, will be this December 12th, is uh, one combined service at 1030 because we're doing a choral cantata that day. And then also the Sunday right after Christmas on December 26th, we will have just one service at 1030 a.m. Otherwise, the rest of this year, we've got an 830 informal and a more traditional 1030 service. And I uh, look forward to seeing you at both of those. What's going on in the world of Christian Ed, Damon? Christian Ed, uh, Wednesday Night Live is rolling uh, rolling along, as it were. Uh, so that's our Wednesday late afternoon, evening uh, activities enrichment for, I think it starts at kindergarten through, um, through high school, but there's uh, also some adult stuff going on those evenings as well. So uh, we have Wednesday night this week. Uh, but then we are off next week um, around the Thanksgiving holiday. Correct. Yep. Right. And then back yeah. for three weeks after that, I think. Yeah, something. Two or three. We'll we'll check. We'll let people know. We'll, we'll keep you updated. <laughs> Tune in. You can show up on Wednesday. That's my big point. Um, uh, and uh, Sunday school also uh, as well is rolling along. Uh, we have a new forum series that is going to be starting this coming Sunday, uh, November 21st. It's uh, going to be led by Lindsay Kluver, who is a Hastings College alum and also a seminary classmate of mine and uh, lives, yes. And she interned at this church when she was in Hastings College. Yes, she's in at least uh, one of the go and serve photos on the wall. Um, so folks can see if they can find her. Uh, she's going to lead a three-part series. Uh, we're titling it uh, Creating Hope, uh, and it's an artistic advent journey or something. To the, I forget what the colon part of the title was, but uh, so she's going to do a three-part series. It's going to be, uh, starts this Sunday, November 21st. Uh, we take next Sunday off uh, around the Thanksgiving holiday. And then she'll return December 5th and 12th. Uh, so it's going to be kind of part uh, art history. It's going to be part, um, you know, how, how might a person go about using the arts in their own spiritual journey um, as well. So, so it should be really good and, and really interesting. And that starts this Sunday. And then we take a week off. And then she returns the 5th and the 12th. Uh, so Excellent. Uh, last thing I'll just remind folks, uh, our stewardship campaign is, has ended and uh, starting this week, the trustees who oversee our stewardship efforts will be calling folks um, 
to check in for folks who may have pledged uh, last year who have not pledged yet for this year. So if your phone rings, uh, that may be the call you're getting if you forgot to get your pledge card in. Uh, and they're just looking for a conversation to make sure you're doing okay, to touch base with you. And um, so if you don't want to get that phone call, get your pledge cards in. But if you're excited about getting that phone call, hang back and you'll hear from a trustee this week and they'll look forward to having a chat with you. So uh, yeah, that's that's what's going on with that, I think. Because we're working on building the budget now. And so we need to make sure we have a sense of uh, where the pledges are coming in so we know we can build a faithful budget for the coming year. So I think that's all we got. Uh, would you like to close us with a word of prayer? I'd love to. Let's pray. Mm-hmm. Gracious and loving God, we thank you for your holy word written so many years ago and for the hands that have carried that word throughout the ages to get it to us today. This week, we're thank- thankful for the words of the prophet Hosea and all of the imagery that he uses of trees and greenery, a reminder of your steadfast, faithful, evergreen love for us. We ask that you uh, continue to let those images play in our head throughout the week. Let us be reminded of the strength of your love for us as we think about the forests of cedars in Lebanon, of the freshness of your love for us, the the scent, the aroma of of trees, and uh, of the faithfulness and steadfastness of your love that we see in the evergreens. Bless the rest of our week, Lord, and our preparation, and bless this church as we prepare our hearts and minds for the season of Advent. We ask all this in your holy name. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, with all those things said and done, until next time, toodaloo.